Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Second and goal. Quick hitter to Milne, and he has goal eyes. Touchdown. And they love this play down near the goal line to Milne. And it's just a raise up, give it to him while he's in motion, and he just turns to get himself into the end zone. His momentum is enough to get him across the goal line. Makes it a 26-21 score. And they're going to onside kick it. BYU will take out the special teams tricks as much as any team in the country, and they get the ball back. Riverboat Kalani. Oh, Wilson is going to uncork for the end zone, and he drops it in beautifully, and it is his roommate Dax Milne on the touchdown. Just proud of our players and the way that they were able to respond to adversity. We had to regroup and get back at at halftime and and get on the side, you know, in the locker room and talk things over, collaborated with our players and and talked it over with our staff, came up with what I thought would be a great game plan on defense and offense and special teams, and then went out uh, looking forward to, you know, doing whatever we can in the next 30 minutes to, to gain a victory. All right, Gordon, let's talk a little bit about uh, the BYU game we saw over the weekend, 43 to 26. They beat up on Houston. It was an extremely entertaining game, I thought. I had a lot of fun watching that game, and and BYU looked really good. I know you wrote about it over the weekend. What was your takeaway? Well, uh, for a while there, it did not look particularly good for BYU, and they fell behind by 12. At one point, I'm sitting there going, wow, okay. So they started the game really well. They got uh, the early touchdowns up 14-3, to and then they had some struggles. You know, when they couldn't score, they couldn't get that first down on fourth and, uh, what was it, short near the goal line. I thought, okay, that was that was a gutsy call. It's a gutsy call to 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 to, to go for it, but I thought it was a bad play call. But uh, at that point, BYU seemed to be struggling a little bit, and then they started the second half and continued to uh, lurch. And uh, then uh, BYU uh, makes some great plays and did some showed showed a little something there with the way they come back to uh, score twenty nine unanswered points. To win that game, they switched up their defense a little bit. And uh, Zach Wilson threw some picture-perfect throws. And uh, guys made plays. I mean, yeah, what's if you're a BYU fan, I don't, I don't know what's not to like about that. Well, I did tell you on Friday, Gordon, that they were going to score a bunch of points, and I was 100% correct. The offense looked, uh, looked really, really good. Houston, actually, uh, you, you mentioned the defensive uh, adjustments. Um, Houston didn't score as much as I thought that they were going to. I thought they were going to move the ball a little bit uh, more than they did, and and they did move it. I mean, they're, they're in the first half they moved it really yards. well. This is right. the second half it's all slowed down. So and, I I I give BYU a ton of credit. They waxed Houston. They they waxed that team. That's what they needed to do to to really uh, continue to catch eyeballs because uh, Texas State isn't so glamorous this week. And that's that's totally what they did in a really exciting game. How about Dax Milne? Yes. Good heavens. Nine receptions, three touchdowns, 184 total yards, meaning his average was 20 yards a reception. That's yeah. amazing. He, I mean, that's, that's, that's incredible. Well, he had the 78-yarder for the first score, which, and he, uh, he adjusted to that pass. The pass was not perfect, but he uh, adjusted to that ball and grabbed it, and uh, off he was to the races, but the, the, the Dax Milne catch 
well, I think there was about three minutes left in the game. And that throw by uh, Zach Wilson was one of the prettiest throws I think I've ever seen. I mean, it was, it was, couldn't have been thrown better. And Dax uh, reels it in in the corner of the end zone. And when he did that, then that game was pretty much over. Yeah, he Zach Wilson looked awesome. I I actually played uh, nine holes yesterday, Gordon, with uh, my buddy Brandon, who's a, who's a big Ute fan, and he said he had a great line. He goes, "Wow, that Jack Tuttle really screwed us." <laughs> <laughs> of course, the the quarterback that that they decided to exclusively recruit uh, instead of of Zach Wilson, because uh, I mean, I don't think uh, I don't think you could really argue that he's not pretty good. He's a good quarterback, you know. And I know he's really good. And that's what we said. Yeah, that's what we said. Remember, we had that conversation with, with what PK said. He was sensational. And I said, I think he's really good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, he's edging towards sensational. And I, I still need more. I need to see more before I go full on sensational. But, uh, but man, that was great. Was, he, what a performance. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, the, yeah. when he needed to be in, in this schedule where. You know, so only so many opponents uh, carry a whole lot of interest or any interest at all, really. You know, this was one of those, and and he stepped up and performed when uh, when he needed to do it. And it, it, as you pointed out, you know, there was a stretch there in the middle of the game where they didn't do a whole lot offense offensively. So it's not like he didn't face adversity in this game either, and and respond to it really really well. So he he deserves a lot of credit and and give the coaching staff a lot of credit. PK has been harping on this, but I I think he's right. You know, these national broadcasts. So, man, how many times does John Beck get mentioned? Good heavens. They talk about John Beck for half the broadcast. Give the give the coaching staff, uh, Coach Roderick and Coach Grimes, and uh, give those guys a lot of credit for, for not only helping develop Zach Wilson, but also putting together a heck of a scheme and a heck of a team I, around him, for that matter. I, I have a lot of respect for A-Rod. I think he's a really bright guy who understands how to communicate uh, to uh, – a gifted young player, and uh, yeah, and we're seeing the result of that. By the way, if Andre Ware, I mean, Andre Ware is a little over the top, isn't he, with uh, singing praises? Now, BYU deserve praises, but he lays it on a little too thick. But uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, that offense can't, when you get 400 yards passing and four touchdowns, then you're doing something right. Yep, yep, heck of a game. And uh, uh, Zach Wilson did that, and the defense, we said, uh, uh, changed things up a little bit and uh, was able to slow uh, Houston down. Uh, that Clayton Tune, he's not bad. He's not a bad quarterback, man. He, he's okay. Uh, but in that second half, they, they shut that thing down pretty much. Does it concern you at all, or should it concern BYU fans? Let's say it that way. That the Cougars could only get seventy-eight rushing yards. Um, no, I don't, I don't think that they've had games that have been about rushing and this is a testament to their balanced offense. Um, that, that wasn't going to be the type of game against Houston. I, I think BYU felt like they needed to score some points in that game. And so we're, we're obviously aggressive right from the start. I mean, you, you mentioned the, the Milne play. So, um, I, I think uh, their game plan was to be a little bit, a uh, little bit more aggressive. I mean, if you look at the, the yards per carry, um, you know, Tyler Algier, two and a half yards per carry. Maybe that's a, a, a little bit eye raising, but you know, uh, Lupini Katoa, 3.7 yards per carry. Zach Wilson himself, 4.4. So I don't, I don't know. I don't think that game was ever going to be about who, who could run the ball better. Well, we thought that offensive line, and I know they've had some guys in and out, 
uh, of, that, uh, of the lineup. But, yeah, Epi's uh, a thought, big loss, man. We, th- we thought that offensive line was going to be able to sort of steamroller uh, defensive lines, and uh, they could not do that with Houston. Well, and Houston is athletic. I mean, we talked to uh, we uh, who did we talk to yesterday or last week? Was it Matt Thomas? Who's I mean, or maybe yeah. it was somebody we talked to uh, was talking about how much athleticism that that that's what Houston hangs their hat on. I thought it was a very athletic team, uh, but BYU handled it handled it well. And mi- missing a couple guys on the O line. I mean, missing James Empey. That's a that's a big deal. He's a really good player. So. Um, yeah, I don't think there's too much to complain about with BYU no. uh, in that game over the weekend. I really don't. I, I think it no. was it was a real positive thing, and it was fun to watch a game that that felt like it mattered, Gordon, or, or felt like more evenly matched anyway. And see to see BYU fight back the way they did. I mean, 29 unanswered points. That's I don't care who you're talking about. That's impressive. Yep. I agree. And uh, and Houston is a legitimate football program. Some of the other teams BYU has played. Not so much, uh, but this game, I think, and I don't know how good the Houston Cougars are going to be. Uh, I, I, we're going to have to wait and see on that. Uh, but uh, but they do have some athleticism to them. They do have some speed. And BYU was uh, able to show up and uh, face adversity, stare it down, and operate uh, in a manner that was impressive. This They would have lost that game last year. Yeah. When they let the momentum slip away, yeah, yeah I agree with that. And, and it's nice and, to have upperclassmen. I mean, this is a more mature team that's been there before. Yeah, and the way Zach Wilson played. Remember last year when he had those interceptions that uh, were quite uh, punitive for BYU. No interceptions in this game. BYU's got the back to the wall, like we said, and Zach Wilson steps up like like a champion and uh, and leads his team to victory. And uh, yeah, that was. That was impressive. It's just th- this season, if BYU keeps on playing like this, this season is going to be quite frustrating uh, to to wonder what might have been uh, because they are good. I, 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 they are. This is a real good team, uh, and uh, you know they got Boise State on the road. And that'll that should be a test. Uh, Boise State, uh, obviously, they won the Mountain West last year. They got wiped out in that bowl game. But uh, but that's a that's a strong program, and so BYU going up on the road. And I don't know whether they'll have any fans in the stands or how that's going to look up there, but that's that is the pinnacle of the regular season schedule. That's the one. That's the game. That's what it's going to come down to, for BYU to uh, continue to get the positive publicity it's getting, and that's what's happening here now. I mean, what are they? Eleventh in the coaches poll and twelfth in the AP poll. Uh, I'm not sure because I have my doubts about the worthiness of the crappy opponents they've played. And, uh, Jake, this is your fault that I keep bringing this up because you hammered that into me so many times back in the day. But if you if you examine the individual effort and ability of the team, then I think the eye test tells you, no, no, this is this is a bit different. This is a bit different this time. Certainly pretty obvious to me that this is Kalani's best team. Uh, maybe that the first year with Taysom and Jamal, they they uh, they won some games. So maybe there's an argument to be made there. But it it appears to me that this is uh, this is Kalani's best team that uh, that he's had. And now up next, Gordon, the mighty armadillos of Texas State. <laughs> Did you like that movie? Uh, necessary roughness. I mean, let the let the Sinbad jokes fly because uh, 
That's who they're playing, Texas State. Uh, did you like that movie? I never saw it. I saw bits and pieces of it, but I never saw the whole thing. Never said I don't watch You never saw Necessary Roughness? Uh, Again, Jake, you focus on Sinbad, and for me, it was the kicker. Uh, Kathy Ireland. Yeah. She was a fine actress. She is a fine actress. Does she do much acting anymore? No. Uh, Scott Bakula? I mean. (laughs) Hector Elizondo is Coach Ed. Oh. What's his last name? Uh, Coach G. Uh, I can't remember. Gennaro. Gennaro. Gennaro, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And then what's his name? Uh, the uh, Robert Loggia, as the, <laughs> the fiery assistant coach. Yes. Gordon, you need, to, you, need to, you need to watch this movie. I suppose I do. I mean, like I said, I've seen bits and pieces of it on TV, but I never really sat down and watched the whole movie. But uh, I wasn't Kathy Ireland uh, a major selling point on that thing? For me, not for Jake. Jake was more Sinbad. Sinbad was funny. Wasn't. <laughs> Sinbad was too funny. Yeah, actually, pretty good. Sinbad was funny. That's a sentence I'm not sure I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> oh, Sinbad's super funny. Um, he's in a, an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia that's absolutely hilarious. Okay. I believe you. <laughs> but you don't have to. I mean, that's, that's mm-hmm. fine. I, I should have had you on this movie at Robert Loggia. We should all watch that man's entire catalog. Robert Loggia has been in. He he's a fine actor. May he rest peacefully. Is he gone um, now? Oh yeah. Is he really? Because he was in The Sopranos not that long ago. Has he has he left us? Oh, yeah, he died. Let's see, twenty fifteen. Wow. Huh. I'm a big Robert Loggia fan. If my voice keeps going, I might have his voice soon. We'll see. He's played a lot of uh, bad guys through the years, hasn't he? Robert I liked Loja? him as the boss uh, on Big. Liked that a lot. Yeah, he was great. Has he been a bad guy? He was kind of a bad guy in The Sopranos. But I don't think of him as like your quintessential bad guy. Liked him in Scarface. Oh, he was good in Scarface. And I don't particularly like that movie, but he was good. Scarface is uh, quite a violent flick. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm not a big fan of violence. You guys are. Oh. I'm not. Peace and love for you the whole way, Gordon. Yo, you love Game of Thrones. Oh, Extremely violent. That was that was more violent than Scarface. No, it wasn't. Yes, it totally was. Well, Scar- Scarface had one really violent scene. And you mean when everybody in the cast is blown away by automatic fire? No, that's not the most violent scene in that movie. At least not. Snap the ball, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so Kathy Ireland was the kicker, huh? She was the I'm, kicker, if... yes. She was a talented kicker. Somebody says, uh, Matt, just Matt tweets him. He says, Texas State equals Bobcats, not Armadillos, and then says both lame. Yeah, Armadillos is a reference to the movie, because in the movie they were the Texas State Armadillos. Rob Schneider was the the, the play-by-play guy who, who was, uh, oh, yeah. like, doing a broadcast. This used to <laughs> – he was doing a broadcast over the, like, the stadium, right, as opposed to saying fourth down. He was, like, commentary that ran throughout the stadium. Pretty funny. Do you guys like uh, good humor? Uh, your, your type of humor or, or good humor? <laughs> No, I just been. I saw a, an episode of uh, of the Comedy Store on one of the movie channels uh, last night, and uh, it's quite interesting. 
Uh, do you know anything about that? Nope. The comedy it's store, a, like where they do the stand-up? Yeah. yeah. That's uh, Polly Shore's mom owns that, doesn't she? She, well, she, I think she's, uh, she passed away by now. I don't, I'm not sure, but, uh, yeah, she was, and the, the comedians that came through there, I mean, the list is unbelievably long and they interview a lot of the guys, people like David Letterman and Jim Carrey and, uh, who else went through there? Seinfeld, uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, Seinfeld to some extent. I think Robin Williams. I mean, it just goes on and on and on, and it's interesting to hear the backstory of what it was like. But anyway, I think Rob Schneider might have played a role there somewhere. I'm not 100% sure. But Pauly Shore, yeah, his mom was the one that was the owner. And she was the gatekeeper for who got on the on the list and who didn't the black man pictures of Sarge she was the, Sarge uh, bumps into his old man it's a fumble <laughs> fumbleia Sarge fumbleina Wilkerson fumbles the ball <laughs> so you're saying Polly Shore's mom was uh, the poor man's uh, key stubs uh, well I think it, it, well, I, you know, I love Keith, but uh, the comedy store was kind of this is wasn't the center of all comedy for a while. Yeah. Yeah. She was the godmother of stand up comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Pales in comparison to wise guys. Yep. Well, I mean, Keith Donald in, the, in the genre. Uh, okay. I mean, Rob Schneider is now playing uh, all the time at wise guys, not the comedy store. I'm just saying. Yeah, he does go to Wise Guys a lot, Rob. He and Keith have that relationship. Yeah, yeah that's right. All right, we'll have more coming up next. Uh, if you have never seen Necessary Roughness, watch it. You'll thank me. More next, 97.5 <laughs> and 1280 The Zone.